Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome, and today we go to uh, Chicago. Not as good a basketball team as Toronto, but uh, pretty good. And it's Renita White, the founding CEO of, of, of Color Inc., a very interesting organization, and we'll get into that in just a minute. So welcome, Renita, and tell us about your academic background. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me, Community Innovation Hub, Peter, and, and all of you. Um, thank you so much. Um, um, I, I started my career many years ago. I'm not going to age myself. Um, and um, and um, actually um, in social services. Um, and I, you know, I, I've, I've never left the field in many ways um, um, since then. I, I attended Bradley University with my bachelor's degree, and then I went on to the University of Chicago, and where I received a master's degree in um, policy um, and administration, but all surrounded by social work and helping people, and um, just went on to get a variety of leadership certificates, um, certifications, and all of that, and um, that really has grounded me in terms of the work that I do every single day in the field of human services and administration, so um, thank you for that. Okay, so let's talk about your work experience. Wow. Um, my work experience. Listen, I have been um, in the field. I told somebody just the other day, listen, I've been in this field for 37 years. And um, I, you know, I was raised by entrepreneurs. And I always say that they were, they were um, born to be social workers. And um, so when I got out of school, I landed um, my, my first job in um, working with ger in gerontology <clears throat> and helping people. And I decided that, you know what, I need to go and work with young folks and, and um, in, in the field of um, economic sustainability so that people knew early on how to take care of themselves and their families. So I have just a variety of different things that I've done from working with gerontology, um, the, the elderly community, to working with young people between the ages of um, newborn and um, 24 years old. Um, I've done so much work with housing in the housing world. I actually have a 10 years um, spin of working with the Chicago Housing Authority and HUD, as well as workforce development. So I've done so many things with workforce development where it came where summer employment to year-round employment to certification programs to um, internships. Um, it's always been a joy of mine and really my vision to make absolutely sure that everybody had the things that I felt I had growing up, which is, you know, a great family, um, sustainability and income, and a good place to live. So it just, I've done it all throughout the city of Chicago, working mostly with large non-for-profits, um, which is what really um, gave me my drive to start my own non-for-profit. 
Okay, so let's talk about the name of your organization. How did you come up with that name? <laughs> you know, um, Off Color is a conversation piece. And, and I wasn't clever enough to think that up. Um, <laughs> but when I, it, it's, we're all of color. And one of the things I wanted to do was to create something that brought people together and not separate people. And when you work um, the scope of Chicago, you hear a lot black and brown, black and brown. And the need is there in black and brown communities. But my focus is that all communities of need um, should be um, economically sustainable, no matter what color they are. So that's why I came up with the name Up Color and then get the um, organization incorporated because all people of, of, are of color. And um, if you're poor, um, if you're having a hard time, if your community isn't prospering, then that's something that I felt I wanted to be there to, um, to do. So it's, it's always, uh, I say it's a conversation piece because people say, well, you just do black and brown people. No, we do a lot of other people as well, you know. Um, so so that's, where we get, that's where I came up with the name, and I love it that I was able to do something that really drives conversation wherever I go. Uh, and the colors in our logo, um, if you go to the website, with www.ofcolorinc.org, they mean diversity. They're, they're, it's, it's vibrant, and it really represents who we are and what we do. Okay. So talk about some of the programs you have. Sure. Um, so our main focus is on workforce, and we provide um, job readiness training um, financial literacy, and a host of other types of um, support services that really help one become um, gainfully employed. Um, so we serve veterans um, that are that have been incarcerated, that are have been homeless, um, women and children veterans. Um, so that's one big target group that we serve. And then the other are young folks from a variety of communities across the south side of Chicago that are between the ages of 18 and 24. And we're really trying to give them their first um, step into a job. What does it look like to work in a workplace? Um, what do you have to do to sustain yourself in the workplace? Um, how do you um, enhance your skill sets? You know, so we do all of that. We do the job readiness training. We do the coaching. Um, we do the um, the skills assessments to see where one is with their math and reading and trying to get them to that next level. Um, and we do the mentoring as well as the advocacy with um, employers across the city and suburbs of Chicago. Um, we work across 14 to 15 different industries. So... Um, I want to really add to this that we also work with city colleges and some of the other larger colleges, you know, because many of them, um, for our young people and even for our adults, that want to go back to get a secondary education. You know, we have those relationships where we place them in those programs and those um, 
those those school programs are actually free to them. So, um, and many of them will lend them to a job right afterwards. So we do an array of different things. And one of the things that make Up Color Inc. Um, different from the rest is that we work with the whole person, not just that one part that needs a job. We want to make sure that things are going on, that, that things are going the way that they should be um, in the home. Um, do you need help with um, transportation? Do you need help with clothing? Um, do you have a young person at home where you need child care? So uh, we really do um, we run towards the barrier, not away from the barrier um, of the person that has come through our program so that we can help them. And why do we do that? We do that because we want to minimize the recidivism rate of people coming back into the system and needing the help that they will need. So there's no turn, there's no stone that we won't turn over um, in order to get folks the types of um, help that they need in order to take care of themselves. Now, although we're a workforce organization, that's our primary service, we do have partnerships across the city of Chicago with more than 200 organizations that provide direct housing services. So in many of our um, youth programs, we um, have quite a few youth that are what they call these days, they call it house surfing. Um, they're homeless, you know, and they're going from house to house. So we tend to link um, link them into um, housing services for young people so that we can get them to a safe and secure living environment. So lots of different things. And um, again, we leave no um, stone unturned if that is what you need us to do in order to get you to some level of self-sustainability. So how do you measure the results of these programs? Do you do outcomes measurement? We do. We do. Um, actually, each one of our program comes with um, a list of outcome measurements, and uh, we have to report on those. So we have data coordinators that work with each one of our programs, and they're extracting the results of an individual's um, individual service plan um, month by month. Um, did Johnny get a job? Did Johnny keep a job? Where did Johnny get the job? What's the average wage salary um, with Johnny's job? Um, did Johnny go back to school? You know, those types of things. So we're, we're extracting that data um, um, month by month, aggregating it in a reporting structure. We call it actually our impact report um, so that we can report that out of what our success is and what our average um, wage is right now. Um, we are at more than $20 um, plus um, of an average wage. In the city of Chicago, the minimum wage is now 15 bucks an hour, so we're way um, above that, um, the expectation. And although this is a really unique situation in our veterans program, we were able to get a young woman um, a position where she actually started a job at $90,000 a year. So, you know, so we're not just looking at entry-level positions. We're actually looking at, listen, how does that fit you? Um, believe it or not, we have people that come through our programs that have their degrees. They're just, they're homeless um, and, and had a rough um, um, uh, part of their life occur. And um, they just need some help and some advocacy to get back on track. 
So we're, we're here for them to do that as well. So you're in a challenging city, I, I think, <laughs> to a way to describe it in terms of crime and shootings. How do you work in that kind of environment? Well, you know what? I think the media doesn't give us the type of um, stripes that we should have. <laughs> I think that when we hear the reports of Chicago, that's what you hear. You don't hear the good things. And that's not something that's going on throughout the, the city, you know, daily um, across all of our communities. But it does happen. Um, and how do we deal with it? I think that... Um, we use a, a term um, over here, nothing stops um, a gun, um, nothing stops a bullet like a job. And, you know, we find that in some of our communities that have been forgotten about, where we see them, so sorry, um, that we really want to be in a position to help um, those folks with giving them resources that they would need and that they would want um, um, to, to get themselves together. So when the community trusts you, you trust the community. Of Color Inc. actually hires from the community, okay? 50% um, of our staff work from the communities, um, live in the communities that we serve. And they're all degree people smart people and um, can easily take us to where the most need is um, in the community. So, um, so yeah, we just deal with it the most that we can by getting to know folks in the community. And, you know, we had a young man that um, came to us. He had just been recently um, inc incarcerated for something petty and um, which is usually the crime is something petty and had no, um, he didn't have a sense of hope. And, and and the staff gave him that hope and now he's working and he's doing the type of job in the industry that um, he wants to work in and doing quite well. So yeah, nothing nothing stops a bullet like a, like a job. So Renee, with the pandemic, has that increased or decreased the number of clients that you're looking after? And guess what? <laughs> we started at the heels of the pandemic. Um, so when folks were going home um, because they were just so afraid of what was going on because we didn't know what this horrible thing was, we were starting up. We couldn't go home. So what we decided to do, we, tr we were very strategic in that, listen, this thing is happening, but we have all this funding. <laughs> And we have to serve people because we're the new kids on the block right now. So what we did is we did everything that the scientists told us to do um, in terms of how we serve people in our in our site. Um, we did a lot of um, Zoom um, um, teaching in terms of our curriculum. Um, when folks came on um, on site, we had just two or three in the training room. Uh, we did our masks, we wore our gloves, we, we did all of that and actually pivoted a little bit of how we did our service or do our service in order to get people employed. And we began to partner with employers that were looking to hire more of our participants um, through um, phone work, um, doing things at home, at homework. 
and and things like that. So really, it the COVID we pivoted a little bit, but we it didn't stop us from doing what we needed to do. Okay, fun question. Three years from today, what's your organization going to look like? What will it be different? Oh my God. Three years from today, we will be bigger. <laughs> we will have a couple of new contracts. We will be doing our on-housing services specifically for youth. Um, we're even thinking about how do we serve those that are homeless, getting them a job um, and um, housing if they're ill. Um, because you know what we find working with our veteran populations is that most folks are suffering with some type of diagnosis. And um, how do we get them um, to a place where they're dealing with their illness, but they're also um, economically sustainable? So we're looking at how we do all of that. We're already talking about that. Um, I'm getting phone calls now about how do we partner. And so I am just totally so excited about the fact of, of growth um, over the next um, three years. So you must have had inquiries from other organizations. Have you thought of having social franchises in other communities? You know what? Um, we have partners all over the city of Chicago. The answer to that is um, not at this moment, but we're getting there. <laughs> One of the things we wanted to do with Up Color Inc. was to make sure that we were actually um, solid. Um, we are a new um, startup organization, and we just wanted to make sure that we were solid. But um, we have um, partnerships all over the city and other communities. Um, I think we probably serve about 15 different communities throughout the city of Chicago. Um, our social presence is becoming more and more profound. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. Um, so, um, yeah, we're getting there. But I You're getting ahead of us, Peter. No, <laughs> I can see you in other communities. Yeah, outside outside, outside of Chicago, Los Angeles, Detroit. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? You know, we want to really get our footing in Chicago first and and build our relationship with those partners across communities. Um, and then we'll think about that. Thank you so much for that. I'm going to write that down right now that Peter said we need to be in other states. <laughs> okay. So first of all, when are you going to write a book on what you've done? Yeah. So it's funny you should ask that because I started a book 10 years ago. <laughs> But, you know, with all of the work that I've done um, in the not-for-profit world when I was an exec at large entities, it didn't give me the time to finish writing on it. So now that I have discovered my own, founding my own not-for-profit, I'll have the time to work on my book and really talk about what it means to um, lead um, in this industry and what it means to lead in this industry as a uh, African-American woman. Um, and how do I teach um, that younger generation and give them hope to do the same thing? Um, because Chicago is Chicago. Um, they don't always play ball, right? 
<laughs> and and you know, and I had the the blessing of um being a part of this whole thing where I think I can teach um that younger generation of how to do this and how to survive. So uh, does that younger generation include your mayor? Um, I don't know because I think that she's my generation. <laughs> yeah, but she's you could actually, you could teach her. But you know what? I, I will tell you that um, Mayor Lightfoot um, and her administration and I have a very good relationship. Um, I've been around a long time. Of Color Inc. is two years old, but I've been around 37 years. And I've worked with Ross Conglomerate most of my career. So we're good friends. They um, are, 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 I believe that our visions and our philosophies are the same. Um, but again, I know my city and the playing field can be rough. <laughs> no matter who the mayor was. You know, one of the things about um, myself and my team is that we have great relationships with funders throughout the city. Um, I was a friend of Ron, you know, daily, <laughs> um, now Lightfoot, and we will always be a friend of the, 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 the mayor's office in the city of Chicago because we do have a common goal, which is to make sure that our residents are, um, um, thriving in the way that they should be, no matter where they live in the city of Chicago. What about the former president? You should be involved with him and his wife. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> his wife is very outgoing. Mrs. Oh, Obama my. has a lot of things that she does. Oh, do you mean Miss Obama? Yes. Okay. You, when you say former, I think Trump. I don't think. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I wouldn't want anybody involved no, with that one. Listen, no, you know what? And absolutely, you're talking about the Obamas, and they are friends of ours as well um, from the city of Chicago, always was. Um, in fact, I spent a lot of time in Augdale Gardens, which is one of the largest um, Chicago Housing Authority um, developments in, in the nation. And um, President Obama spent a lot of his early days out there as well. So, um, yeah, I agree with you. Okay. So the book is number one on your agenda. <laughs> and uh, I can see that having a great impact on younger people. Have you thought of going into a university or college and doing some teaching? I have thought about that. And actually, I'm very much aligned with the University um, of Chicago. Um, my, um, I actually graduated with my master's degree, degree from there. And I've done some workshops um, with graduate students of social work, um, not just at the University of Chicago, but at Governor State, um, Chicago State, um, and those things. And that 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 is certainly um, uh, item on my list um, as I continue to go. You know, how do I continue to teach and push this down to um, that generation that really needs to hear it? But one of the things I also am, I'm, a, I'm also a coach and an entrepreneur, and we will be starting our first series of How Do You Build Your Own Business at Up Color this spring. And um, actually working with folks from the community, it'll be free to our 
clients to come through that are interested in starting their own ventures and not just from a programmatic stance and an administrative stance, but also from a fiscal stance. How do you do it? Many times folks have a great idea, but they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to get started. And so I've been wanting to do that for quite some time and that will happen this spring. That's terrific. I have a few things that I'm going to talk to you after we finish this. Oh, okay, great. So the, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. And finally, let's make sure everybody caught your website. Could you repeat it again, please? Sure, sure. It is www.ofcolorinc.org. That is www.ofcolorinc.org. And thank you so much, Peter, for having me here.